Last time on Out of the Forest. Let's make a bubble. Let's make a bubble. <laughs> Under underneath all the layers he's wearing, uh, you see the freckled face and the red hair of the vampire. I thought what? I thought we were done with you. Arcturus, you said you'd help me if things went wrong. These people shouldn't even be here. What is Isaac's greatest fear? The fire sirens are 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 finally uh, right around the corner, and then those hopes are immediately dashed as the fire engine explodes. What? Enif Fafnir, I swear we had you killed. You must be Arcturus, I assume. You just throw caution to the wind and essentially just try to throw yourself, not your body, but your your very self, just in the general direction of your body and hope it works out. That's That seems very much like Enif, yes. <laughs> you see Iris and you see a chip of black obsidian growing on the corner of her face. I mean, I'm can I try to like chip it off? Like, can I try to tear it away? That's not going to be a sustainable option, you know. Hello and welcome to Out of the Forest, an actual play podcast about losing momentum to Theodore Cruz. We are currently playing Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. I am Chris and I am your GM slash keeper and I am joined by my players. I'm Evan and I play Baron. I'm Dominic and I play Kernunos. I'm Jessica and I play Enif. And I'm Alistair and I play Isaac. Alright, uh, before we get started today, I would just, uh, I, I feel like it might be important with all the stuff that's been going down the past couple episodes and... I mean, who knows when this episode's actually coming out. I've been super behind in editing lately. Uh, but I think it's just important for both us and the listeners to get a little recap. Uh, what is everyone's uh, harm and luck looking at like right now? Ooh, it's a M- mine's not it's great. Question. Let's, let's start with, let's start with uh, Baron. Just go down the normal order. Um, wow, what? That doesn't seem right. Mm-hmm. I have used one luck and I have one harm? Yeah, I feel like Damn. Baron doesn't fail much, honestly. If we're if we're yeah, Bar- like Baron's that. OP apparently. OP. That's, that's also why Baron has leveled Busted. up the least of anyone, I'm pretty sure. That's true, yeah. I feel like I've leveled up the most yep. <laughs> at least in the past Let's couple of episodes. Baron's leveled that's up you have only three ideas. times. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, ba- yep. Baron has barely failed. <laughs> How is that possible? If if someone goes back and really listens to it, you're gonna have to start like just just making a nice little statistics track of of everyone's stuff. Baron, I guess, only attempts things that he has good stats, and I don't know. I mean, I mean, Evan's pretty right That's though. I do. I am pretty. Games, I, I am pretty insane when it comes to trying shit out. Yeah, yeah you're like, I want to do this thing, and then I and we'll figure it out thing. on the way. And, yeah, and, and we're just gonna do it because it's like, okay, I'm gonna do. Let you do it because it's fun. And then, oh, you failed your roll. Yay! Hey, <laughs> how are you doing? Uh, I've got. I've used three luck, which means I have four left, and I only have one harm. All right, all right. Both our bruisers are doing well, which is now. Here's the, here's the wild thing, though, is for whatever reason this didn't occur to me when this was happening. But like, 
when Enif was about to die, it was gonna be in Kernunos' body. <laughs> yeah, you oh, actually yeah. do make a that, comment for... about that after the end of, of the episode where they're I plummeting did, yeah. to their death, where, where I believe your exact quote down was, hey, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Something about, like, I must have been just so tired, because, like, I didn't remember that after after the fact. And then, like, you when we picked up last time, it was like, oh, shit, that's right. Oh, shit, that's my body. I'm <laughs> so happy. I'm so happy we we switched back, though, because my wild ideas just do not mix with your character sheet at all. <laughs> Which is yeah. weird, because Krinos is still about wild ideas. Yeah, but yeah, you're, but, but, you're, you're about brute strength wild ideas. <laughs> Enif loves using magic for anything I, possible. I, I, I will be honest. Part, calculated, though. part like, of that like, is probably on uh, on me, and to only a slight, uh, a slight degree, uh, uh, Jess, because in theory... Uh, Enif could have been using what could possibly go wrong for like half the things they did for the past <laughs> few episodes, yeah. uh, but just didn't because I forgot about it and Enif didn't fully read didn't, uh, Karen's no. character sheet. Hundred <laughs> percent, I did not. <laughs> uh, but also on on the other hand, that could be something that's argued to be like inherently inherent to Karen's personality and not to his body. So you yeah. know, it's probably fine. Enif, how are you doing? Ha <laughs> um, ha! <laughs> I've been there. It's bad. <laughs> okay, so I've used four luck. All right, um, it's three. So left. I have I have three left, and I have four harm, and I'm unstable. Very cool, and about to go up nice. against like one of the elders of your organization. Yep, it's great. <laughs> uh, and finally, Isaac, Mister Trapped in the Fear Dimension, once more. Uh, how are you doing? Yeah, not doing too much better. Um, I have used four luck uh, with three left, and I am at three harm and also unstable. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's probably not going to get very better. I wouldn't say it's fair, but wait. So do you become unstable? Do you become unstable at three or at four? No, at four. I became unstable from being okay. healed poorly. Yeah, Isaac was from complications. Ye- oh, right, right, healing. right. Sorry. Feeling so, good. I'm feeling great. He is. Feeling he was feeling great good. until he entered the fear dimension, though. So at least, at least he had got some good painkiller up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm feeling bad. <laughs> Isaac, uh, Isaac is now perfectly fine. He's now just addicted to opium. As a weird oh, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Boy. So your average college kid, right? Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Man, what was Did college like for you? I mean, she I went to college in Florida, so like. <laughs> Wow. Aren't you surprised? I thought they, I mean, I thought they'd go for well, like, like cocaine or something. Well, it's the fact that Jess didn't say opioids or opiates. Yeah, yeah, it was opium, specifically opium like the dr- yeah. like the drug that British people used to take. <laughs> Not even just like, oh, I'm gonna like take some some heavy painkillers. Like, no, no, straight. I straight, need to go to the opium. opium. <laughs> Fetch me my opium pipe. The scene in this cul-de-sac is one of 
absolute chaos. There's still screams coming from at least one of the burning buildings. Screams coming as more onlookers are now approaching after the devastating sound of the exploding fire truck. There is, of course, the wreckage, the burning wreckage of that fire truck at the dead center of the cul-de-sac, melting some of the ice away from the ice rink that it was for a time there. Uh, and on either side, the starts of a battle can be seen. On one end, you see Enith back in their body, squaring up one of the elders that they served under not so, so long ago, relatively speaking. On the other end, we have Kerninos back in his now mortal body, but still ready to lay down the hurt on this vampire that's been giving them so much trouble. Near Kerninos, we see Isaac, who is not himself, and no one has had the chance to really notice, let alone aid him. And off a ways, we see Baron in full wolf form, trying to figure out where he would be best used. Kernunos, the vampire, has risen to his full height, and he seems to be empowered in spite of the much ice you have flung in his direction. Uh, and he is straining heavily against the uh, thorn whip that Enif wrapped around him before swapping back to their own body. What are you doing? Um, so... Hmm. Fire truck's on fire? Uh, yeah, very. It, it exploded uh, and is now burning. <clears throat> uh, Bad luck. Yeah. I'm assuming not there's not, like, a, a bullhorn hanging off the side of it. Is, is that a thing that a, a fire truck would have? Um... Oh, I don't know. Lord. Maybe someone Google it because I really don't know. I don't. I'm not around. You're the, you're the only person who has any any first or second hand knowledge of firefighting. Who me? Chris. Oh, Chris. yeah. My dad was a volunteer Chris firefighter does? for many. Oh, years okay. Years. <laughs> oh. Uh, and know. my grandfather is like the chief of his commission or something crazy uh, like that. That's true. Yeah. Anybody ever come home with a bullhorn? Uh, I, d I don't think so. I, I don't think that's a thing. I will say this. Uh, there There's probably, like, it's probably been quieted, um, but I, I don't think the siren's turned off. Hmm. I think the that's siren is probably still wailing in this uh, this arena, as it were. Um, that makes you me... Are, you, are, you are both... Both of these fights are at the center of this cul-de-sac uh, in a essentially a ring of asphalt surrounded by a greater area of, like, completely frozen. That reminds me of something that somebody said where if you crash your car, does your music stop playing or does it just keep playing when you crash? Uh, I can confirm that it keeps playing because I will... I can... So here's the thing. I can never listen to the song... Um, oh, fuck. What is it? Real Big Fish did a cover of... Ah, oh, God. What is that song? Um, Unfortunately, they have a whole cover album. Shit, yeah. Uh... Where is it? I can never listen to the cover of Talk Dirty to Me by Real Big Fish. That's a good one. Because when, when I flip my car, that is what was playing as I was sitting there covered in broken glass. Oh my god. R.I.P. trauma responses. <laughs> I just like, the only thing I always imagine is like something. <laughs> Something like Carmel Dance or something like that playing while you're like wrapped wow, around wow. a tree. Oh, my god. oh god. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. So yeah, I don't think I could have d uh, created a better boss arena if I tried. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely it. 
Alright, well, first thing Cornelius has to deal with is the fact that Isaac is funneling fear from the fear dimension. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And he's so far in the fear dimension, I assume. So here's where we'll get. Cornelius, you, you notice that uh, the vampire is getting more powerful and you realize that Isaac has not I mean, you, you just arrived here jumping spirits. You realize that Isaac is there. You just kind of are, are idly uh, aware of his presence. And you look over and see his face frozen in a mask of fear. Uh, and his eyes dull in a similar sense as they were uh, way back when at the campgrounds uh, during the hunt for the wolf. Um, you, you recognize this as uh, Iris having a terrible fear response. And things going terribly wrong because of that. Okay. All right. So here's what Kernunus is going to do. He needs to buy some time. Um, He is going to try to reach into his old magics. Remember remember some old spell. And uh, I would like to use magic. Specifically the trap of spirit. Or specific person, minion, or monster. Uh Uh-huh. And what I'm envisioning is like the the vine whip um the like like limbs sprout off of it and like dig into the ground so that like it can just hold on to the vampire for a second while Kurnus walks away for a minute all right that's fair uh yeah <laughs> leave the va- leave the vampire tied to a tree probably channeling <laughs> like essentially nature paladins of old who didn't do magic yeah. with like incantations and runes they just legitimately channeled their fervor into their weapons that's an eleven. That is okay. an eleven. Yeah. Now look like, here. Like, bam. Now look here. I used magic this entire time using Kernunos' playbook, and I rolled nothing but fours and fives. And here is Kernunos on his first try rolling a damn eleven. Just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So, so you you let go of the whip, and for a second, uh, the, the 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 vampire takes that as as, as a sign of. Uh, of, of retreat uh, uh, until the vine both from the end you were holding on to and the end that was wrapped around him begins to grow and branch and and wrap around him tighter and then latch into the asphalt uh and in the way that plants tend to do though usually much more slowly just cracks straight through it holding him in place for the moment uh he is straining against it and you're not sure how long that will hold but you have That's in fine. fact trapped him for the moment uh, on okay. the other side of the bus, uh, Enith, hmm. uh, Arcturus is approaching you. Uh, as described, his hand has been encased in an ice blade, uh, okay. which he has just—you can—you can tell, uh, kind of catching up to the situation, having used it to slice through an ice wall that uh, Kenneris, you're quite impressed to see, had successfully raised in his way, though it didn't accomplish much. Okay, what are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm gonna use my nice nice ice blast that I just acquired. <laughs> All right, and see if I can uh, blast him and hopefully maybe freeze him in place. <laughs> That's fair. Give me that uh, that plus weird uh, kick some ass. Cool, yeah. Um... As you just shotgun him with ice shards. Yeah. That is an eight. <laughs> um, you. Uh, get both your hands together and channel the magic uh, from your bracer in order to to attempt something new. The, the ice wall clearly didn't do enough, uh, and so you just—he's so close now now that you just sort of grape shot him with hail, essentially. Okay. 
uh, blasting him in the face. So that's going to be three harm and restraining, but it's extremely loud. Like, th this this lets out, like, a bang as all the ice is just released from a finite point. Uh, Arcturus, before the ice fully coats him, gets in a swing of his... Uh, of his deadly-looking ice blade, slashing you across the chest for two harm. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, but he oh, is, Jesus. for the moment, frozen in place. Baron, uh, you, you get a full view of this battlefield from your current vantage point. The, Please the, the help way, me, I'm dying. <laughs> the, the way the fire truck has fallen uh, kind of splits this area in half, and at the entrance you are afforded a view. Uh, you can hear as a uh, crowd is starting to form, uh, especially after that last loud noise. Um, you see the blood just come spurting out of Enith as the, the blade connects, and you see Kerninus, uh making his move towards Isaac. Uh, you're not quite sure exactly what's happening with Isaac, but Kerninus is approaching with a worried look on his face. Um, what are you doing during all of this? It looks like Kerninus maybe has things like relatively handled over there and is at least going to check out Isaac. Um, but Enif's kind of all alone and is bleeding, so I think I'm going to go probably that direction. Yeah, I think I'm just going to straight up like sprint over and, and try and attack this man, because how dare, how dare they hurt my friends. Alright, that's fair. Uh, give me a kick's mass. Uh, at minus one, because you do have to surmount uh, the ice rink that's still in your way. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, so kick some ass at negative one. Because okay. that was a problematic side effect from the spell, so I gotta keep it in play. That is a four! Uh, oh! Man. Oh no! We were just uh, talking about how Baron doesn't I, fail I knew things. exactly what's happening for this failure. I hate that you do. <laughs> I was hoping it wouldn't happen, because shit's pretty bad right now. Um, you come running, and uh, you kind of slip on the ice a bit. Uh, it's, it's a bit of a struggle, but luckily you, the, the, the thick, leathery pads of your, 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 your woven feet kind of make it a little easier than it would have been for, like, tennis shoes. Um, and you manage to make it over there, and as you leap at Arcturus, Arcturus uh, looks you dead in the eyes and, sa and says um, something in a language you don't recognize, and his eyes flash with magic. And suddenly, you're not sure what's happening for a couple seconds, and you, 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 you shake your head, and you can't. He's like he's moving around wildly, um, and you, you're shaking your head, and then you, 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 you finally resolve where he, where he landed, and you jump on him, and you bite, and you hear Enif scream, Enif. Uh, mm. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to take one harm. So that means I would be like the, all my harm is gone now. So what does that mean? Uh, that means you should probably use a luck, or else you die. Like right now? Yes. All right, I'll luck use a luck. Luck can be used to cancel out dam damage completely. All right, I'm gonna use a luck because otherwise I'm dead. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, even if uh, you are pounced upon by Baron, uh, who looks very confused after whatever spell Arcturus just cast on him. Um, and he goes to bite down into you, but luckily, um, the way you, you landed as he pounced on you, it, 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 it banged you up, but, uh, wasn't hurt. You landed up against the, the fire truck, uh, right up against his tires, and his teeth sunk into the tire on either side of your head. Mm. Uh, you, you do let out that scream. Baron, you still hear that scream and kind of come back to yourself. Um, 
though you feel less in control than you'd like to be as, as your vision swims and you see that you had left on Enif, not on Arcturus. Uh, and as you both, as Baron, you, you pull yourself off of Enif, you both look and see Arcturus has freed himself from the ice and is chanting some incantation and moving his hand around, uh, channeling some kind of spell. Vaguely waving his hands menacingly. <laughs> menacingly. Kernunos, uh, you have wrapped up the vampire. What are you doing? I think, um, again, knowing that, like, that's not gonna last forever, he rushes over to Isaac and, like, picks him up and, like, Isaac's face is a mask of terror, but, like, are his eyes black and, like, or has he just got a normal face that looks worried? Uh, he, he looks catatonic, like he's not in any way reacting to any external uh, stimulus. Okay, uh, Kernunus is gonna go, oh gosh, I don't, alright, I think I gotta use more magic, I suppose, and <laughs> is going to, like, try to reach into Isaac's mind, <laughs> and, okay, like, okay, um, try to, try to just pull him out of wherever he is. Yeah. Much magic going on right now. We'll use that. Or actually, no, I've got a better idea. All right, you ready for this shit? Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I th- I think Kernunos realizes that this is some ghost shit because obviously it's some ghost shit. And he's like, well, there's only one ghost I know, and I'm gonna use magic to try to uh, summon Iris. Oh, smart. Okay. Um. Or hold on. Hit pause. Stop. Oh, edit this out. <laughs> oh my god. Should I ban- Should I try to banish Iris? I mean, Ooh. I I, th- I think that makes the most sense. Also, the issue with the summon a monster in the world is we have again established Iris is not actually a monster. Yeah. Okay. So she roll this a, back. G- ghosts that. are not monsters in this universe. <laughs> that also would be hmm. an interesting development in a force. Like like right. uh w- um Doctor Russell was specifically a monster because of the way she was corrupted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iris is currently something might be happening, but you don't know that. Uh, and yeah, you, you you can't summon her as a monster because she's not a monster. She is, okay, however, so a spirit within a. Per, she uh, is a spirit or curse. Oh so boy! If you All right. Try and use magic to banish Iris. We'll see how that happens. Holy shit. I, I think it's the kind of thing. Like, I mean, I think that I, lines up with Kernunos's general deal. Uh, this is All the right. second time he's seen Iris cause this kind of ha- happening, uh, and he might like he also had the offer from Eris Kegel on his mind. Like, and also th- this is a moment of panic. Panic. Like, there's a lot of reasons to back that up. All right, he's so, yeah, gonna try yeah, it. Yeah, you, use magic roll as you like channel your energies using the ancient ways to banish spirits from Isaac. That's a seven. seven, which gives you a negative one forward, right? Because of your ancient magics. Yes, I can opt not to choose a glitch, but take minus one forward. Okay. Um. Okay, I'm gonna actually take a glitch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I would like to take the uh, effect is of short duration. Oh. To just be like, begone, spirit. I'll see you later. <laughs> huh. Keeping in mind, of course that glitches are always meant to be bad for you even if you're trying to angle for them being good i i don't think i don't think kernunus is trying to like send iris send away send away. iris to the shadow di- shadow dimension i think it's just like <laughs> isaac needs to be like clear of thought right now so this i got to get this ghost out of here for a second that's fair um all right 
Isaac, uh, you the, the water is up to your chest now. Uh, it is freezing cold. Um, y- 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 your breath is coming out in, in gasps as Dr. Russell uh, lays on you that, uh, that her statement of, we are all, all three of us. You still can't really move much as Iris is still holding tight to you. Um, but for the moment, you seem to have torn off the, 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 the black mask forming over her face. Uh, what are you doing? I think he probably, like, kind of falls a little bit to the floor and maybe just kind of holds his head in his hands for a bit and closes his eyes and tries to make sense of what this means. Um, what What do you mean, all, all three of us? I only... I, I summoned Iris. We met you at Polymer Labs, but... You're not part of me. You're not part of my brain. Uh, your y- your voice, in a very dreamlike fashion, uh, comes out half as gurgles, but is still perfectly understandable as you sink to your knees and go beneath the water. You feel Iris's grip tighten uh, around you as this happens, uh, and Doctor Russell says to you, "There was a moment, I believe, during the Polymer Labs where I." passed through you and we shared certain elements of ourselves between each other ghosts that there's there's no mind no body no form to keep them anchored to themselves it's very easy to muddy the waters and they're also not really meant to remain tethered to a body not their own for so long I'm worried that you might be... And then suddenly everything's gone. Uh, Kernanus' arms are on your shoulders and you don't feel uh, Iris' ghostly presence at all. All of a sudden you go from that horrible scene to a new horrible scene of a <laughs> fire truck burning and blaring its siren. Yeah, everything around you is pretty shit. Uh, at least you don't know about back. the shit going on on the other side of the fire truck. Because right here it looks like the situation's handled. It's like it's right. like you're like on the beach on D-Day. You got like shell shock. This <laughs> is yelling at you, son. You gotta go back. We gotta come back, son. We gotta get to the beachhead. We gotta get to the beachhead. Isaac, <laughs> I need you to take those German turrets. <laughs> <laughs> take them out. I, I'm still dazed. I think. Isaac, Isaac, wake up. Well, Look at me. Kernius, what's going on? Uh, that's a big question, but I think if you can't help, you need to get out of this line of fire. Uh. It, Try to, he tries to sort of search inside. Uh, Dr. Russell, are you there? Uh, there is no response. Iris? No response. I think he feels very alone. Um, I, I, I don't... Can I use any kind of powers? Can he try... He wants to try to... Um, let's see. Uh, what would make more sense for him? Probably telepathy. He tries to like open his mind to read someone who's around like he tries to think on like Kernanus's thoughts um hmm you try to do this and as you do you realize something interesting you realize that that power uh you found out through your connection with Iris but you find yourself um able to start the process uh, but you definitely feel the lack of her aid in it. Um, you kind of you, you feel yourself 
get close to Kronos' mind, uh, but are unable to finish bridging that gap. Um, you feel like maybe if you pushed harder, you, you could, but you've never had to push hard before, because typically Iris has finished the bridge. Um, I think he he pulls back, he kind of drops it suddenly and is a little scared. Um, I I think it's just me. I'm just me. I, I don't have any... I can't help. I don't know... I don't have Iris with me. I can't do anything. It's at this point that you hear Enos scream. Isaac, if that's the case, I need you to go. Go, get, go to Ranger Tom. I forgot he's uh, still here. Okay. Yeah, I forgot he was still there too. Um, how far is Ranger? Can I see him? Uh, we'll say yes. We'll say that the way this worked out, um, he's on the same side of the fire truck as you. I don't know if that works out spatially, but you'll just have to deal with it. There's been there's been worse inconsistencies than which way the fire truck <laughs> fell. <laughs> I'm imagining it's one of those things where it's like. There's just a super cut of the fire truck flipping over and over again, and each cut it lit's in a completely different place. <laughs> <laughs> the houses look different each time. It's not even yeah. back. <laughs> Every time we cut, we're in like a new neighborhood. <laughs> what can I say? Each time we did the truck flip take, it broke one of the houses, so we had to make a new uh, a new set. The animators in one of the scenes, the animators forgot to put the cars in. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's gonna run over to, to Ranger Tom, or, I mean, try to slip across the ice to Ranger Tom. You can do it. I believe in you. Seven. That's a seven. Um, I want you to go and take one of your harm from being unstable, but you do make it. Okay. I think the effort of, of trying to get across, uh, rattles some of your internal bleeding. Um, so, yeah. You feel the, the sort of... I mean, obviously, you're emotionally not doing great, but, like, the physical high is starting to wear off. Hmm. Starting to slow down. Like, you, you start uh, to feel sore in some places. It's, it's, that, it's that kind of feeling where, like, you know you're still sore behind the painkillers. That kind of feeling. Like, you can feel where the sores are, but don't actually feel the pain. Yeah. Um, okay, he's gonna flop onto the, the grass as quickly as he can get there. Um... And when he sort of feels like he's within range of Ranger Tom, haha. Um, <laughs> he shoots you immediately with his crossbow. Bang! <laughs> no. um, I thought he had a shotgun. <laughs> he, I was he, 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 gets, oh, okay. he, he gets a, he materializes a, a crossbow out of nowhere. <laughs> You're his preferred um, enemy. <laughs> no! No, they took that out of the new rules! Oh, did they? <laughs> Oh no, the DM doesn't have Tasha's. <laughs> uh, I'm going to text the agency. Um, You pull out your phone and you've already got a text from Agent Mendez as you pull it out. Uh, hey, what's going on? That, that, that says, we'll be connecting you with, uh, with Lerna uh, uh, shortly. Are, are you available? And this text <laughs> was sent to you like five minutes ago. Um... He's going to call. Okay. Uh, are you intending to ask them for help, or are you just calling Yes. To, yeah? Shoot the shit. No, I just want to talk to Lerna now. Yeah, okay, give me a, uh, a deal with the agency as you, as you dial Agent Mendez for the second time. Is it time. also a seven? 
What? Also a seven. That's a mixed yeah. success. Yeah. Uh, you call, and as always, the, the, the ring goes on longer than you it should, which is especially worrying as you hear the continued scuffles going on beyond you uh, in the middle of the street as you're laying on the ground. Um, <laughs> as as you pull out your phone, you hear Rinsham just go, Hey, kid, are you? Oh, you're on the phone. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll put, I'll put down help. my crossbow for now. <laughs> for These now. Kids are always um, on their phones. <laughs> you kids just can't unplug. <laughs> Agent Mendez picks up and goes, Hello, Isaac. Um, are you ready to speak with Lerna? Uh, no, I'm sorry. We There's bad stuff. There's um, We're in a cul-de-sac, and he tries to like list off one of the apartment numbers or house numbers that he can see. Um, there's a fire, everything, there's a, there's bad, uh, the cult is here, um, I think people are dead. Hey Chris, uh-huh. can I give you some homework? Some homework? <laughs> when, when Isaac's speaking on the phone, can you put like, you know, like a, a, a phone overlay over it and just have a siren and fire in the background? <laughs> <laughs> just like, people Isaac, screaming. are you ready to me call Anna? <laughs> no, there's something going off! <laughs> I'll put it under advisement. <laughs> I will um, say I love the the tone of voice you had when, when Dominic said, "Let me give you some homework." And he's like, "Homework? <laughs> you that? How dare you? You can only do that to your students. Homework. You can't do that to me." <laughs> You're all you're all students in life. Anyway, you will address me with respect. <laughs> okay, uh, Agent Mendez um, says that wouldn't happen to be in the northeastern part of town, would it? Near near the forest, uh, towards uh, a little ways from Camp Longstreet. I assume that's correct. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Um, hurry up. They've already sent... There's a fire truck, but it exploded. I don't know if there's more coming. Wild. Yes, we, uh, we've we already have a dispatch heading there, but with your advisement, I'll, I'll make sure they go in extra armed. I have to say, you and your team should really learn to wait for assignments for, before getting mixed in with these things. We didn't choose to get mixed in with this one. This guy would have... This was already happening before we showed up. We will sort out all the details after the situation has been dealt with. Thanks for the tip, Isaac. And the phone clicks. Fine. Um, He kind of (laughs) throws the phone down. Um, It shatters into a million pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Good riddance. Um... (laughs) Tom shoots it with his crossbow out of instinct. <laughs> I got you, kid. Save you for the technology. Uh, Enith and Baron, you uh, separate yourselves from one another, uh, and Enith, you, you shakily get to your feet. Uh, Arcturus is still is preparing to unleash whatever spell he is channeling. What are the two of you doing? Okay, I have an idea. Usually you do. Well, I have one. I have one too. <laughs> let's let's give Evan a chance. Yeah, because uh, you usually get to go through with your ideas. Just let's see what Evan's idea is. And my idea is pretty shaky. So <laughs> Evan, come up with an idea. 
Um, I don't. I'm just. I'm just totally stretching things here because one, I, I like this idea. Uh-huh. Um, but I think, um, Baron cannot. Baron does not feel comfortable shifting out of wolf form, considering that almost his humanity just got got rid of anyways. It might just be for naught. Um, Baron would like to use magic actually. Okay. And by using ma- by Corn using boy. magic, it's more like tapping into the monstrous side of him. All right, I like it. I like it. What are you trying to do? I am trying to. <laughs> he like buffs up and becomes more wolf. <laughs> no, and that's why this is like this is so off the wall. It's like, <laughs> um, basically, he's trying to like. I'm assuming there's some sort of com- like. We discussed how magic works, right? To some this, degree, like, there has to like be a discussion. Part, but like, is it limited by like being able to speak and or move your hands? No, that is just one way in which uh, humans direct magic. Okay. Uh, that that is that it, that just makes it easier for for you to actually control the magic and make it do what you want. Because magic is difficult to control in a way that is safe. Because magic literally draws on your soul. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Basically, what Baron's trying to do is just like constrain um, Arcturus, basically, like to the ground, but as if like a the his own shadow did it in a way. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, yeah, sure. I I think we can we can we can fiddle with that. Uh, Baron, what does this look like? How, how does um, Baron do this? Wolf goes into ninja pose. <laughs> <laughs> His little paws do a bunch of Naruto finger <laughs> But he's still a wolf. Um, I think it's it's more like um, the hair on like on his back like stands up, and he almost gets like a purple glow, like almost as if it's like a, it's like an outline around mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, his eyes glow like yellowish kind of and then um, I guess his shadow kind of forms but it's like really it's really poorly done it's like a blob basically at the end of the day and trying to like go after uh, Arcturus alright sure uh, give me that use magic roll god if it's, this is all like, it's, it's so... sort of been established that like all monsters kind of have their own it's more specific to themselves but they have their own magic uh and baron certainly has not displayed that uh yeah i guess that works oh shit um, y- yeah uh so you're trying to trap a person yeah basically like the like the goal is like the shadow to kind of like wrap around him and like pull him down to the ground basically yeah, so that um, he can't cast a spell. You you are channeling this ability, uh, and this this aura appears around you, and and even if this is the first time anything like this has ever happened with Baron, so it's probably a little bit horrifying. Uh, and the spell in Arcturus's hands, just you, you see the energies dissipate and get sucked into Baron. Huh. Um, and then there is a brief surge of energy, and you see Baron's shadow. Uh, essentially make create a bridge between Arcturus's shadow and Baron and just you you, you see Arcturus just drawn to the ground, just slammed in the ground as the, the shadow becomes slightly more corporeal and sort of clenches around the edges of Arcturus. Um 
Baron looks like he is straining to hold uh, Arcturus down. Uh, Enif, you are, you feel like shit. Uh, can I? Can you, I? You have been through a lot. Yeah. While this is happening, or like as soon as I'm sure that they're, that they're like pretty um, captivated by whatever is happening, but can Enif use some magic to heal themselves real quick? Oh you can certainly try. Okay. Well, at least luckily I get a plus one with this one. <laughs> that's that's true. Oh, thank God. That's an 11. Oh, yeah. oh thank God. <laughs> thank God. Even if, even if as Baron is, is pinning uh, Arcturus to the ground in this weird display of magics, um, you begin to use your own display of magics and sort of go over the, the wound that Arcturus slashed through your chest uh, and begin stitching it back together somewhat. So go and heal that one harm Yay. Um, as Arcturus strains. Um Kernunos, uh, as Isaac runs off and pitter-patters and collapses over near Tom, um, you, you turn your focus back on the vampire who is trying his best to break free of the enchantment you put on him. He is struggling for the moment, uh, but he has not pulled out his full monstrous form yet, so uh, you're not quite sure what the reason behind that is, but he... he Hopefully is. with Isaac farther away... There's a little bit less fear for him to feed on. Because I don't think Kroonunus is scared of him in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> and I think he's just gonna, like, again, r- rolling back to last time, crack the knuckles and just start going to town on this thing. <laughs> start using him as a punching bag? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, literally. <laughs> okay. gonna just try to beat the shit out of this guy. Yeah, give me mention that, that I really love Kroonunus as a character. <laughs> That's a nine. That is a nine. Um, you just begin punching him in the face repeatedly. Um, he seems surprisingly resilient to punches, even in his bound state. Mm. Um, Damn it! But <laughs> resistant to punches. But the punches are like like the the flurry of blows is enough that it it is uh, not allowing him a moment to breathe and break free. Uh, so he does not get a counterattack in. Uh, because he's currently wrapped up, um, you, you are you are keeping him uh, as a threat nullified, but not really dealing with him because punches uh, deal zero harm. That's uh, fine. <laughs> just look over and Kurnos is just beating this guy <laughs> to a bloody pulp. Uh, Isaac, uh, you are laying on the grass, and you kind of have a little bit of a view of the situation. For, for for the sake of making this make sense, we will just say that the... Well, no. Hmm. Hmm. You can only see Kerninus, I guess. That's the only way this makes sense. Like, I did just say that spatial, spatial references aren't always my best thing, but, like, there is no way, just with the information in this episode alone, that I can make it so that Isaac can see both sides of the battle from where he currently is. Um, he gains a new power. He can see through fire trucks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so you're, you're with, <laughs> you're with uh, Ranger Tom. You can see Kernunos just going to town on the vampire, just punching the shit out of him like he's just a fucking punching bag. Um, you can see sort of the, the, the crowd forming at the edge of like the ice that has filled the, um, the cul-de-sac. Uh, and as, as you throw your phone away, uh, Ranger Tom just goes, you doing all right, kid? You, you look pretty rough. No, I'm not doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, today is a really bad day. 
Yeah, you're, you're telling me, I, I mean, I, I've been lucky enough to be mostly in the safe end of this, but, uh, shit's kind of fucked. He says, looking at the burning fire truck. Yeah. Um, how's, how's he doing? Um, referencing Sal. That's a good question. How is Sal doing? <laughs> Ra- Ranger Tom goes, uh, he hasn't tried to break free of this here ice, but also he hasn't really responded to any, any of my attempts to get through to him. I'm, I don't know if he's still in there or not. I don't, I don't want to shoot him in case he is, but I also don't want to leave him in case he's not. But he's not trying to escape or to fight right now? For the moment, whether that's because he's uh, decided violence ain't the answer, or if he's just aware of how much damage a shotgun to the face does, I couldn't tell you. Okay, um... You think I could borrow the gun for a second? <laughs> Roll me a manipulate someone on that. The way you said it, too. Like... You think I could borrow your gun? You mind parting with that Where for a is... second? <laughs> Where is manipulate someone? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Give me your gun! <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> oh, my God. Ranger Tom looks at you, looks at Sal, and looks at you, then looks at his gun, and just goes, if you used a gun before, kid? No. <laughs> oh my god. He, he uh, raises his eyebrows <gasps> and just goes, I, 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 do, do, do you reckon it's safe for you to be having a gun then? <laughs> Alistair, probably not. Oh my god. <laughs> like, Look, he is I definitely do... more convinced than he should have been from you just asking if he could, you could have his gun, but he needs some assurances first. Okay, then maybe you take it. Um, I can't do anything. I I don't have my powers. I don't have magic. I don't have a superhuman alter ego. I, I, I feel like I, I can't help but my friends are in trouble and things are going badly and you have a gun and Kernunos is trying to beat up a vampire that we've been having problems with and he's the one that set all the fires and maybe you can just shoot him <laughs> uh the vampire yeah, not Kernunos. sure um, <laughs> not Kernunos. <laughs> ranger tom looks at you um and then looks at sal and looks at the gun and just goes yeah it's been Feeling a little uh, weird standing on the sa- sidelines with a weapon. Um, y- you got any sort of weapon on you? Um, I used to have an axe, but not with me now. Uh, here, why don't you run to one of the sheds out back of one of these houses, see if you can find an axe or uh, lawn trimmers or, I don't know, something, and... With you armed enough to at least watch over Sal, I'll, I'll, I'll go do what I get in with the gun, or if you, if you think you're better off with a weapon than, than... I don't know. Why don't you head over there and see what you can find? We'll, we'll, we'll figure this out from there. I just... I don't, I don't want to leave you alone with Sal unarmed if you're totally powerless, as you've been claiming. Because, again, I don't know how long he's going to stay like this. Okay. Okay. Good idea. Um, I was expecting I'll him to give to... Isaac his crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> magic crossbow that comes from nowhere. No gun for you, but a but crossbow. A crossbow. Yeah. 
Um, I want to locate the nearest shed. Yeah, uh, you, you find the nearest shed and, and head on over there to find what you might find. We'll cover that as soon as we cover um, Enif and Baron. Uh, Enif, you've stepped back and, and healed your wounds somewhat, but you are still bleeding pretty profusely uh, and feel like there might be some internal damage as well from the, the, the series of mm-hmm. bad that's happened to you. You, you. You've got some soul hurting in there from throwing your soul at your body. Yeah. Uh, it's you are feeling like a bag of shit that's been tossed in the toilet. Um, right where Yikes. you belong, but it feels gross. Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so, oh I, I have a... Um, I and, have... And, and Baron, uh, you are holding this guy in place, but you can sort of feel his magical energies straining against it. Uh, in a strange way, you feel like you're sapping some of that magical energy, and that's the only reason he hasn't escaped yet. I have an idea... Neat. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm gonna ask a question first. <laughs> so, around us, we we have this. We have uh, the uh, cult leader, and then we have the fire truck behind us, right? Something like that. Okay, and then you mentioned before that there are people. Are there people like in the made like the like really close to so, us, or like where are so, they? So I don't, I don't usually do this, but let me go and draw y'all a diagram. Oh, oh, oh cool. yeah, picture. Uh, it's, it's not going to be great for, for listeners, so I'm actually going to go ahead and cut this out. Um, but. All right, now that I've done the, the, the diagram, which I've now cut out for, mm-hmm. for listeners, because you can't see the picture, I might save it and just post it. Oh, it's beautiful. No context. It's so good. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. So <laughs> I would like to use magic to summon a monster. And I want uh-huh. I want to summon Sal over here. Oh, my God. Oh, oh no. no. Okay, I'm very um, interested to see how this goes. This has a lot of interesting c- circumstances surrounding it. Enif um, is very tired and desperate and can't think of any other idea. <laughs> all right, okay, yeah, so you're trying to summon Sal uh, from his ice block over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and give me a use magic roll well, as uh, Baron holds Arcturus in place. Cool, let's see if this works. Eight. That's an eight. What is your glitch? That's something. Uh, I can't use harm. I mean, you technically could. I really don't want harm. to. I really don't want to. Part of me is part of me wants to do problematic side effect, but I also don't want to switch with anyone again. So <laughs> I mean, that, that wouldn't make sense here. The only reason you switch with someone is because you're in their brain at the time. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Problematic side effect. I don't care anymore. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Oh gosh! It is the right answer for what it's yeah, worth. It is That's the obviously most narratively the most fun. Interesting. Yeah. No, I, I love it. It's just in some circumstances, the most fun might also be the. Oh boy, we're in a situation. Is all I'm saying. Uh, all right. Uh, you channel your magic and sort of, uh, presumably using your own blood, draw a really rough summoning circle on the ground. Uh, while Baron holds Arcturus in place. And uh, Baron, your focus is way too on doing this. You you, you hear Enif moving around, but you can't really share, shed any focus to see what they're doing. Uh, and you, But you do see as there is a flash of light. Um, and uh, 
wait, problematic. I, I do have, so I don't know how you were going to have Sal come over here, but I did have like a vision in mind of how he would do it. Unless you're just having him literally materialize out of nowhere. Let me hear what you have and I'll see if it's better than what I had or not. I was going to have Enough use magic and like summon a monster, but because the monster's already in the vicinity, it's more of like a call and having him bust out of the ice and literally like fucking barrel through the fire truck towards where they uh, are. Yeah, sure. Problematic side effect act, uh, works better with that. Anyway, hey, uh, yeah, y- 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 you you channel your magic in the summoning circle, um, and as as you just said, it's less of a summoning circle and more of a calling circle. And there's a flash of a light, and you hear a just a shattering sound, and you hear Tom just grunt in pain in the distance. Oh no! Um, and then uh, <laughs> Kernunos. You look in the direction of those sounds, and you see Sal free and charging in your direction as you're just punching the shit out of the vampire. Uh, but he runs right past you and just sort of just jumps straight through the ca- the crushed cab of the fire truck, just tearing through it. And he pops out the other end, and Baron, you just suddenly see a mole man break out of the remains of the fire truck uh, and come in swinging. Uh, and he's breathing heavily, and he looks down at Arcturus, who who is straining against your shadows and looks up at this creature, and just goes, he just goes, no, I was the one who called you. You will serve, and then his face is pummeled in. Yes. Did we oh, kill him? <laughs> uh, it, his his skull seems to have collapsed. It's it doesn't. Oh my god, we really killed him. Wait, hold on, I. I blinked my ears for a second. It was Arcturus. Arcturus is now dead, yes. Oh my god! <laughs> um, you did it! Sal is panting angrily and looking wildly around, unsure of what to do. Uh, and he takes a step towards the two of you. Kernunus, what are you doing after all that? Uh... <laughs> you are. I, I imagine this this scene of Kernus just punching the vampire repeatedly, and then Sal does all that while Kernus continues to punch it, and he watches it happen, continues to punch it, and just starts saying like, "Should I be doing something about that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I don't know. Damn it, this sucks. <laughs> uh, I think Kernus is just gonna. So the vampire, if, if I'm understanding correctly, I've I've just kind of walloped him to the point where he's just, like, out of breath, right? Yeah, he, he, your continuous barrage is, is, it's not doing, like, lasting harm, but it is dazing him enough that he can't really summon the, the strength to break out of the, the binds you have him in. So you're just kind of locked in a stalemate at the moment. We never really figured out how to kill this thing is the problem. I mean, the mole man can Um, crush his skull in, apparently. (laughs) Fucking apparently. I mean, that Um, guy was just a guy. (laughs) He was a master. He was so... Um... Alright, I'm gonna leave the vampire for a second, because I think I've I've wailed on this dude. Wait, is the vampire not affected by sunlight in this universe? Because I'm pretty sure it's, like, daylight, right? Uh... It is like afternoon. Uh, it's pre- a pretty cloudy day, but like, yeah. So, are vampires not affected by sunlight in this universe? Y- you learned that he didn't like bright light during the the Circus of Fear arc, That's right? True. And he's like right thing. next to a fire, so. Yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> okay. 
We have to do something with it. Maybe so that's Chris. one of the reasons he's not, uh... He's not able to escape right now. Shine a flashlight into his eye. I turn on my phone's flashlight and I shove it in his <laughs> mouth. Um, anyway. Uh, no, I think I'm gonna leave him for a second and just, like, go over to make sure that Sal's not proceeding to rip Baron in half or something. That's fair. Um, alright, you run around that corner. Isaac, um, you go into this garden shed, and just for the fun of it, what do you come out with? Just anything that would reasonably be in a garden shed. Lawnmower. <laughs> Uh, we can't carry that. Weed whacker. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Yeah. In in 49 states in the United States, uh, flamethrowers are considered gardening equipment. <laughs> hey, I, had my, I didn't uh, say anything that's a gardening equipment. I said anything that would reasonably be in a gardening shed. Well, if it's gardening equipment, Mar- yeah. There, there is a difference. Maryland is the only state that doesn't allow you to own a, 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 a flamethrower. <laughs> what a bunch of women. Maryland's I'm, I'm assuming cowards. there's like a certain grade of flamethrower that is considered appropriate for lawn care. Um, so I, I was muted apparently, but the answer is a weed whacker. Oh, nice. All right, yeah. So, Isaac, you come running out with this weed whacker, um, still not feeling great, and you find... Uh, Ranger Tom on the ground, um, just knocked back uh, with just pretty much just porcupined by uh, ice splinters. Uh, he is dazed, not quite knocked out, but definitely not fully uh, aware of what's happening around him. And as you look around, you see the fire truck looks even more damaged than it was before. Uh, you don't see Sal anywhere, you also don't see Carnitas anywhere, and you see the vampire slowly breaking free of his bonds. Oh no. What are you doing, Isaac? Uh, you feel your heartbeat um, begin to speed up, um, and you're, you're looking at this vampire, uh, and you begin to feel a, a familiar presence, and normally that presence would make you feel nice and warm, but it's really, it's sucking the heat out of your bones as you feel Iris return. What are you doing? I think he gets mad. Um, I'm I'm gonna run across and I guess slide across the ice and weed whack him. <laughs> okay. Uh, give me a kick some ass. We'll have to determine exactly what the the qualities of a weed whacker are. I literally but... just whack him with a weed whacker. <laughs> Holy messy in there. <laughs> He's a weed. <laughs> Probably Just messy. beats him with it. Messy, um, close, too harm, I'd loud. imagine. Well, Weed Whacker, like, they'd hurt, but, like... I don't think it would kill it's, you. It's not really effective at, like, attacking people. Yeah, they are just like fast-moving, like, thing. plastic, rubbery things. Yeah. Uh, but we'll give it one harm, close, messy, I think. Makes sense. Okay. You said kick ass? Uh, yeah, kick some ass because you were attempting to attack the vampire with a Weed Whacker. That is eight. an eight. Um... Okay, yeah, you, you, interesting fact, um, you are attacking a man wrapped in weeds with a weed whacker. (laughs) Oh, god damn it. Uh, Can I not hit the weeds? (laughs) You lunge at him, uh, not on an eight, you can't, uh, you, you (laughs) lunge at him, uh, revving this weed whacker to life, uh, and with a primal yell, uh, swing this at him, and you hear... Uh, it's slapping through the weeds and also slapping, you, you hear the, 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 the sick sound of flesh being cut. Ooh. Uh, and then you hear a, a, a roar, and, uh, th- 
the um, vampire reaches out and grabs your throat and says to you, I told you once, boy. I told you I could snap your neck and it wouldn't even be difficult. Let's test that theory. Thank you.